Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. We have seen the qualifications of pastor. What are their duties? What is a pastor supposed to do? In many ways, that is what this letter is all about. Paul is instructing Timothy regarding his responsibilities as a teacher or shepherd. Today on Drawing Near, these things become a little clearer. Please take your Bible and join me as we turn to 1 Timothy chapter 4 and study A Good Servant of Jesus. As we prepare for our study, once again, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the love, mercy, and grace that you shower upon us. We are undeserving, and that goes to highlight the depth of your love, mercy, and grace. Father, you owe us nothing, and we owe you everything. So, Father, as we study your word, help us to apply your word to each of our circumstances. As we talk a little of what the shepherd is supposed to do, Help us to understand that the things he is to teach, we are all to embrace. So every word of this is for all of us. And give us discernment and wisdom regarding these things, how we might not only understand them, but how we might live them out for your glory. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6, Paul says, In pointing out these things to the brethren, You will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, nourished on the words of the faith and of the sound doctrine which you have been following. Paul is stressing to Timothy the reason why all of these instructions he is receiving are important. They're important for the people he is serving, but they are important for Timothy as well. Why should Timothy go to all the work and all of the struggle to correct those who are trying to teach that the law is important? that genealogies are important rather than the doctrines of Christ? Why should he go to all the trouble of teaching men to pray, women how to dress, how to adorn themselves? Why should he worry about the qualifications of pastors and deacons, of what's going to happen at the end times? Why all of these details? Well, Paul says, in pointing out these things to the brethren, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus. So when we look at the duties of a pastor, often a question comes up that says, exactly what are the priorities of a pastor? What is his job description? If you were to go to college or seminary and study pastoral theology, what a pastor is to do, what the responsibility of the pastor is from a biblical point of view, there are volumes and volumes of books out there that detail what the life of a pastor is to look like. Not only his qualifications, but every function. And not just the function, but every detail of every function. It's somewhat mind-blowing. And what's interesting is all of these books, by and large, have some basic generalities, but most of those things focus on secondary issues rather than the primary issues. What's the primary issue? Well, Paul says it, in verse 6, but we may miss it. He says, in pointing out these things to the brethren. What does he mean? He means in teaching these things. 
in highlighting these things, in making brothers and sisters in Christ aware of these things. What things are we talking about? Well, if we look specifically in the preceding passage, he's talking about in later times, some will fall away from the faith. Some will give in to the deceitful lies of hypocrites, of deceitful spirits, doctrines of demons. There will be things that will be taught that are contrary to God's word. Every good thing is good. It's to be received with gratitude. It's sanctified by the word of God in prayer. And this isn't the focus of what Paul's saying. But what Paul is saying is warning people about false teaching, instructing people about the doctrines, the pillar of truth, teaching them of our responsibilities, of how to be qualified to be a servant of the Most High God, in pointing out these things to the brethren, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus. Essentially, the number one priority of any pastor, of any overseer or elder or bishop, however you define this term, and the Bible defines it with all of those terms, the number one priority is teaching preaching, pointing these things out. God cares very much about his people being instructed regarding the truth. Jesus said in the Great Commission that we're to go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. Discipleship is teaching and being taught. And there's a twofold responsibility here. The pastor is to point out these things, and the people are to have them pointed out to them. Our goal is not to be a pastor who is only seen in hospital rooms or in nursing homes, who is only there to hold somebody's hand. These things are important, but he's not just to do weddings and funerals. As a matter of fact, in everything he does, in all of these details, He is to constantly be pointing these things out to the brethren. When he does the wedding, he is to teach God's word regarding marriage. When he does the funeral, he is to teach about heaven, about living the good life that pleases God on this earth and honors him, because we will not only meet him in glory, but we will stand before him in judgment. When they're in the hospital room, teaching about the comfort and the care that Christ alone provides, how to trust in him by faith. At the birth of a child, sharing and rejoicing in that event and instructing young parents on what to do with that child. All of these things continually point out that we are to be pointing out these things to the brethren. And in doing these things, in doing this, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus. This is what a good servant does, not just the pastor. But any good servant points these things out, emphasizes these things, highlights these things. Not only are you a good servant of Jesus Christ, but you are nourished continually on the words of faith and of the sound doctrine which you have been following. In other words, in order to point these things out, you need to study these things yourself. You need to be fed. You need to be nourished. You need to be strengthened by the words of the faith by the words of Christianity, and of the sound doctrine that you've been following. We're not just to know the truth, 
We are to live the truth. We're not just to know the teachings of Christ. We are to embrace them and follow them. Anybody out there who believes that trusting in Jesus Christ simply means believing what he did on the cross and not following him has missed the point of Scripture. The Bible highlights from Genesis to Revelation our responsibility to live by faith, which means to take in the words of God and to follow the words of God, to be nourished on the words of faith and to follow the sound doctrine contained in those words. That's what we are to do. That's what a pastor is to do. So if I were to sum this up, I would say this. The number one priority of a pastor is to be nourished on the Word of God, to have a deep, abiding relationship with God the Father through the indwelling Holy Spirit, having trusted in Jesus Christ, and to study God's Word and to live in constant contact in prayer to the Father and to live out the truth of God's Word. The next responsibility of the pastor, which is in keeping with the first, is they are to be teaching, pointing these things out, strengthening the body of Christ, upholding the pillar of the truth, the doctrine of God's word. They are to be a teacher of God's word. That is the two priorities of the pastor. And in doing that, they are not only in a position to help other people, but they are helping other people the most by giving them the tools and the resources, the information, the doctrine that they need to navigate this life that we're in. And this is constant. We need to embrace these things not only in our shepherds, but in our lives as well. This is what we are to do, to be nourished on the words of the faith and to follow sound doctrine and to encourage others to do the same. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word that does nourish us, that does strengthen us. We are fed We are built up. And Father, we thank you that your Holy Spirit indwells us to help us not only to understand your word, but to properly, to rightly live it out in honor and glory to you. We thank you for Jesus Christ who dies on the cross, forgiving us of our sin, establishing new life in us that we may see clearly and understand not only these words, but our responsibilities regarding them. Thank you for the conviction of sin that works in our hearts and lives to highlight those errors in our lives that need to be addressed by your word. And as always, thank you for your patience, your kindness toward us. And Lord, we pray that you'll help us to embrace the big things, the important things of the Christian faith. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.